This is Junkyard Divas with your hosts, Elizabeth Eppersall and Trevor George. Hello, and welcome back to Junkyard Divas. This is your host, Elizabeth Eversall, and with me as always, I have Trevor George. Why, hello. <laughs> We're becoming an ASMR cha- channel now. <laughs> Should I drink my coffee right into the microphone? Please do not. I that you know is... what that ASMR elemental P whatever it's called I can't handle it because I cannot handle enhanced mouth sound effects so I know when I edit this episode me doing that just for fun is going to gross me out yeah um the only ASMR that I've ever been okay with doing and this is going to sound really crazy to some people but I really don't care um there's like this ASMR like chiropractor on like YouTube and like, hmm. honestly, it puts me to sleep every single time I watch it. Just the crunching noises? Well, so like, he does the cracking, but then he also does like, he does like calming noises. Like he'll like whistle and like, it sounds, it's not like an actual like whistle, but it's like a calming whistle and like just other noises that calms them. And that's what he does to the patients anyway. So then like the microphone picks it up. And, like, it just puts me to sleep every single time. Like, no no fuss or fight. Like, I just will watch it. And, like, you'll see, like, I've only made it to, like, 20 minutes max in some of these videos because I fall asleep watching it. Hmm. But that's different than mouth noises and bodily noises. Yeah. You know? So that's probably why. Like, the sound of crunching or popping doesn't bother me. Yeah. And it's just calm. I'm always cracking. Like, I I have tension as you know so in my shoulders and back so i'm always popping and cracking like i am right now every time i move i pop and crack yeah so i'm used to it so maybe i'll just do this maybe i'll just move my body a lot while you go to sleep and i'll put you to sleep perfect but then i also like kind of consider so like i watch like dr pimple popper and stuff like that that also helps me fall asleep because of like how just like calming her voice is and like how silent those videos are and it's like it shuts my brain off because i'm just watching this pimple erupt or cyst and then i just like fall asleep and i'm like all right cool so essentially you just like pain inflicted on other people it'll help you sleep well i mean she gives them you know numbing medication so they feel nothing i think it's just the doctor atmosphere because like there's all that background noise but there's like it's quiet so now i know you your kinks not really i just fall asleep to it (laughs) put on a doctor's outfit yeah and help me fall asleep yeah i'm your naughty nurse (laughs) oh that's so true so true i don't want to know where you put that uh what's gonna call it you know what i'm talking about and i didn't even say it's a scope i was a testosterone You know, we say this a lot, but I, are we ever okay when we record? I feel like we're always just not 100%, but we like, play it off like we are sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I think we're going to be real because it's, you know, 50 episodes is next week. I think we should be honest. We're, Liz and I are very not put together people. 
We are not. As you have probably heard listening to the 48 episodes so far of the podcast. They're probably like, you know, there's something off about those junkie whore divas. (laughs) Those landfill ladies. Yeah, those landfill ladies. I guess we should explain that joke. No. Okay. That's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like I should do this because I haven't been able to in a while. I want to give shout outs to several podcasts because I kind of dropped the ball and got a little busy with some stuff and forgot to do it. So check out our dear friend's podcast, you know, Dana Jones, who's been on quite a few times. She has her podcast, The Rewind. Check out Simon Collier's show, Pod Pod, where he talks about animals every episode. And we were just on it. Actually, we weren't just on it. It's been a few months already. Damn. I know. It's crazy. But Liz's brother, Jacob, who has been on our show, was on there not that long ago. So check his episode out about platypuses. And ours were about alpacas. Because what other animal would fit us? Very true. None. Liz wanted to talk about geese or turkey or peacocks. (laughs) But I said, you know, I don't know about that one. Check out The Vintage Millennial with our friend Brian, who's also been on our show. I edit for their podcast and they talk about old Hollywood movies. And I was just on that podcast just a few weeks ago. And we talked about Roman Holiday, which was a fun film. And if you aren't really into old films like old Hollywood movies, that's a great one to start with. It's with Audrey Hepburn. It's a really fun movie, really lighthearted, kind of predictable. But I don't know. I was just it's fun. Old Hollywood movies are just fun to me. So You get that big booming score, just that glamour of old Hollywood. I love it. Granted, there's a lot of issues with old Hollywood movies, but if you have, if you want to start with just a great old film, Roman Holiday is a good one. So yeah, check out those podcasts. And as always, check out Junkyard Divas like you are right now and our show Mando Chat if you're a Star Wars fan. Download Instacart to help you accomplish all of your holiday shopping. Instacart offers same-day delivery with delivery times being as fast as one hour. Check out Junkyard Diva's Instagram page to find out more details that can help you save money and time this holiday season. Okay, so today Liz and I are going to kind of host it together. Uh, No point in just having one host do all the work. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk some holiday stuff and specifically Christmas because that's the holiday we celebrate. But we want to be inclusive to all the holidays, you know, happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa to all the people who celebrate that that listen to us. But, you know, we're Christmas people and we're going to talk about, you know, some of our favorite Christmas stuff. And we're also going to give you advice on what to do this holiday season with Miss Rona lurking in the shadows. Yeah. Actually, she's not in the shadows. She's kind of present. In the <laughs> I was going to say, she ain't hiding. She out front center. She was for a minute. She got a little cocky and arrogant. Now she's in the spotlight. She's been mm-hmm. in the spotlight. Elizabeth, how are you doing in this COVID world? Well, you know, nothing's really changed for me since this all started. Because um, I've been working the whole time unfortunately um because you know mama needs a break and you ain't never been more right in your life i know so like nothing's really changed other than obviously the guidelines but 
I've been dealing with those guidelines since March. Nothing's really new in that aspect for me. The only difference is this year, obviously, Christmas and all the holidays are going to be a lot different and smaller and, you know, trying to social distance compared to normal. So it'll be interesting to see if I like that better or not. (laughs) No, I feel that. Um, I'm a little... You know, I I can't stay home all day. I am terrible at that. I'm just not really a homebody like I thought I was. I do like to be home sometimes, but I, I really don't like to be home all the time. So I'm really ready for the vaccinations to come out. I'm ready for Biden not to get political, but for him to take office. And I'm just ready for some change and some ready for this to be over. This has been a long freaking time being in this pandemic. I mean, this whole podcast has been based inside of a pandemic. You know, it's weird to think like before the pandemic, we didn't even have a podcast. True. Which is cool documentation for post-pandemic if people want to listen to it throughout the year. We talked about a lot of stuff. We did. Went a little crazy in some episodes. In some episodes. Yes. In some. A lot. lot. From lack of interaction. (laughs) For my holiday season, I'm going to celebrate with my family still. But I mean, it's the family I live with but i am gonna go to my dad's too because i'm trying to navigate my life through this world like i i i'm not scared of it like i know i'm taking it seriously i'm not saying i'm not but i just don't want to live my life in fear and i'm gonna be i'm gonna take the precautions and everything but i'm just burnt out i really am i feel that i'm just burnt out like I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm just saying in general i'm just burnt out with this. yeah it's just a rough rough time for everybody maskers and anti-maskers we're all tired of it but we do what we have to do so what's some advice you'd give our listeners on what to do this covid christmas um like what are some things you can do in quarantine honestly craft that's one thing find all these there's so many cute holiday crafts out right now that is something to give you like something to look forward to that's something that can keep you going games puzzles stuff like that can also help you obviously like netflix and hulu and all those streaming services are also ways to kind of kill some time and make it through the day and then you know we have so much technology you can facetime family you can you know there's so many ways that you can get in contact with people and still like have interactions throughout the day this is if you're stuck at home obviously and then like you can still most places you can still go out get your groceries or you know quickly grab like a cup of coffee at starbucks uh, through the drive-thru that way you're not stuck in the house all the time but just like be smart and try and stay healthy as much as you can and try not to spread anything to anybody i guess what i would want to say is like for one Yes, this pan- this virus is serious. Take it seriously. But also, like, your mental health is very important. Very important. And Liz and I have both struggled with it this year. You know, like, we've both had depressing thoughts and feeling, like, depression creeping mm-hmm. in. Uh, I definitely felt it this past week, for sure. Um, there's times where I get really low because it's, you know, I'm still trying to find, like, a decent paying job. And, like, this podcast is a job and I do other things on the side, like photography gigs and stuff. But it's like a full-time job I haven't had in a while, even though this feels like a full-time mm-hmm. job. But mental health is super important. And I think, honestly, sometimes it's more important than what's going on in the world. Because if you feel suicidal, if you feel anything, like, you seek, you seek help. There are people to call, places to call. And also do things that help. Like, 
if you can't be home all day, go for a long drive, go for a long walk, get out of the house. Mm -hmm. Don't stay in all day. If it really, you know, that's the thing I'm worried about too, is with this pandemic, we're not talking about mental health as much as we should be because so many people are at home, not able to leave, scared to leave. And then when you're at home all day, and if you live alone, especially if you live alone, your mind starts to not function as properly as it should, because you're stuck at home and you, your anxiety creeps in and it's not good. Yeah, It starts to wander off and yeah. And like Liz said, go get a coffee, like go, you know, put your mask on. But if you need to get out of the house and go Christmas shop, like go to Target, go wherever you need to go, you know, just stay mm-hmm. safe. Let me just vent for a second. I think with our government telling us to stay home and we don't really see a full end in sight. So yeah, this is our ninth month in this pandemic. I, it, it is annoying. Like how long are we going to be in this? Like our government hasn't even put in like a substantial unemployment plan into effect like we had it for a little bit but then it went away and like people have to go work in this you know i feel like so many other countries are doing this better than us there are and like people got one stimulus check for twelve hundred dollars whereas people in europe that i know already get a monthly check from the government even before the pandemic just to make sure that they can pay their bills and they're able to stay home because they're being paid to stay home whereas we aren't exactly so that's why mental health is super important because if you're stressed financially you're gonna be scared you know you're gonna have to work Mm -hmm. this pandemic could have been handled so much better oh for sure so much better if we would have just kind of done what most of the european countries did we would have had this nipped in the butt like new zealand just announced that they are officially covid free yeah i saw that too we're not going to be able to say that for a very long time no unfortunately not because we didn't have good leadership Mm-hmm. And it was made political. So true. But anyway, that's my little rant because I'm just burnt out with COVID and I just want to see this end soon because I'm worried about everybody. Yes. But on a lighter note, what I think we should do during this quarantine, other than just, you know, treating yourself to little things, you know, go get those sweet treats. Go get, just treat yourself to like your favorite foods or, you know, there are delivery services that will drop it off right to your door. So you can get, you know, your favorite pizzas or whatever you want to just cheer you up. You can also work out at home if you have the space or go for a run if that helps you. Or, you know, I said in our Thanksgiving episode, trim your bush. Make sure you trim that bush, girl, because that's showing still. I told you last time to trim it. (laughs) It's still present. We can smell you. Trim it. Yeah, just take care of yourself. If you feel like you look good and you take care of your outside body, the inside body feels a little bit better too. Mm-hmm. So, and even just stuff like cleaning your house make make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. a face mask and have a little spa day at home. So yeah, that's a little tidbit we want to help people out. Um, like we've always said, you can always reach out to us if you ever need to talk to somebody these holidays are going to be weird but i hope next year is a little bit better yeah for sure liz and i are going to have a little fun because this is going to be a short sweet episode so we both have christmas questions for each other so elizabeth what do you want to ask me we have already established we celebrate christmas both of us so these are mostly going to be christmas questions what's your favorite christmas movie of all time (gasps) bad santa (laughs) i knew you were going to say that I don't know why, because it's just, I don't know, just a dirty, raunchy Christmas movie. And you know me, I love that kind of stuff. Perfect for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, not beverage, just treat. What is your favorite Christmas treat? Honestly, I, the only thing that pops into my head is candy canes. Like, if you give me a candy cane, like, almost depending on the flavor, most flavors I will eat. Like, I'm going to eat it. I love it. And plus, I love mint. Like, anything mint. So, like, peppermint, like... 
mocha drinks and stuff like that I love. So I'm going to say candy canes. What's your favorite dish to have at Christmas parties? Like, and this can be dessert. This can be savory. This can be like an appetizer. Uh, For desserts, it would have to be my family and my mom's side makes like the cookies with the kisses in it. Oh, okay. And they also make homemade jam print cookies I love too. So I would say those kind of cookies. I love those. Uh, Dish-wise though, if you wanted me to answer that one, because I feel like a lot of the dishes my family makes for Christmas are similar to Thanksgiving in some ways, just with ham instead of turkey. Even though my mom's side does both ham and turkey, but it's just the ham. I don't know. Probably anything sweet potato. I don't know. You do love your sweet potatoes. Yeah. Were you ever scared of Santa Claus? And if so, why? Honestly, no. Like, I don't think I was ever afraid of, like, Santa or, like, Easter Bunny, anything like that. Ooh, you brave. Like, if I was, I don't remember being afraid of it, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I was scared. Really? I was scared of a lot as a kid. So what is your drink of choice for Christmas parties? Now, this can be, like, an alcoholic beverage, or this can be a non-alcoholic beverage, but something that is Christmas-esque, seasonal beverage i love like hot chocolate with alcohol in it like uh i I really like it with rum chata i do it with baileys baileys is great too but Mm. i also love i know you probably don't like eggnog but i like eggnog Mm -hmm. i like those spiked too so spiked eggnog or spiked hot chocolate that's right up my alley straight up i love spiked hot chocolate Mm mm-hmm Especially if you had like a little peppermint in it. And then top it off with a little marshmallow. The mini marshmallows. It has to be the mini marshmallows. I know you don't like whipped cream, but I'll put whipped cream on top sometimes. Yeah, Um, I have to be in the mood for whipped cream. What was the best Christmas present you ever received? I want to say it was like first grade. Santa went all out and did like mostly in sync gifts for me. So like I got the in sync cassette tape. Um, I got like InSync posters. Wow. That was like the year that the like InSync uh, No Strings Attached like puppets came out. Love it. I was really disappointed because it wasn't Justin or JC. But I feel like mom should have known that. She tried. She tried. There was literally the only ones you could get were were, uh, Chris and I think Joey at the time. And I'm pretty sure I got Chris. Now I love all of them equally now that I'm like an adult and can appreciate them. But Little like, was, was a bitch. I was a little sad. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, man, it's not Justin. But I was like, you know what? At least I got one of them. I got something else like sync related. And I cannot remember what it is. But I just remember like that year, like everything was in sync, And you know me, like I was obsessed with them and still am to this day. So that was, like, probably one of the best Christmas gifts. That's the only one that came to mind. So, like, clearly that was memorable in my... (laughs) That stood out in my Christmases. Ooh, I thought of another one. So there was one year that my mom tricked Jacob and I. So... She came and dressed as Krampus and scared the shit out of you guys. (laughs) We were opening gifts and we... My mom, like, held two off that she, like, had hidden in the back of the christmas tree what she did is like she made sure that those were like the last two gifts that we each opened and had us open them at the same time we didn't really take turns opening gifts as kids and we open it 
and like she had wrapped like something we had already owned so like something that like i like i think at the time it was like one of my pajama shirts or something like that and i was like what the heck (laughs) i was so confused i was like don't i already have this and like she wrapped up an eviction letter for you get the fuck out (laughs) yeah i was like in seventh grade um or i think i was in high school at this point so i like pull it out and then like falls out an ipod nano and i was like holy shit so she had like gotten each of us an ipod because before that i had like the teeny like the the one that we had the same of of the ipod shuffle the white Mm -hmm. one that was like the long ones i low-key was jealous when you got the nano really Mm -hmm. because i still had my shuffle oh you did i didn't know that i had the shuffle for a while but then i got the ipod video yeah you got the big one i remember Mm -hmm. that so I had to be in grade school, I think, for that one then. Remember when we got our shuffles mixed up? Yeah. And I went home with yours. So I was like, how did that even happen? I think both of us would set it on top of the locker and our lockers were next to each other. And so I think one day, like, you grabbed mine or I grabbed yours. And then whatever one was left, the other person took. I wanted to keep not even realizing it. the songs on it. So then I downloaded <laughs> them to my, my iPod. <laughs> And it's so funny because, like, back then, obviously my parents were paying for the songs. So, like, I would remember, like, once a month, my mom would let me download five new songs because that was, like, $5 a month. And I would, like, wait for it. I'd wait and wait and wait. And I would play those five songs, like, on repeat for, like, the entire month until I was able to download five more songs. (laughs) Well, back then they were a dollar or less. Yeah, they were like 99 cents and then they jumped up to like a dollar 29 and I was like that's the most random number but that's yeah. Fine. <laughs> You're lucky your parents would pay for it. My mom made me work at 12 and I still had to pay for my songs. That's true. Um I did get a lot of gift cards though. Like my parents would have people get me iTunes gift cards for like every occasion. I'm so glad we don't have to pay for it now. Straight up. I mean, technically, I still do because I just pay for Apple Music, but... <laughs> well, I have Spotify, but it's 10 bucks a month. I mean, that's how much Apple Music is, too, so I just do that. Cheaper. So what's your favorite Christmas tradition that you or your family does every year? I guess, like, the traditions with my family are... My mom's side mainly celebrates on Christmas Eve, and then my dad's always Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve night... We'd always, we used to go to my mom's mom's house, my grandma. My mom still like upholds the Christmas Eve tradition kind of. We always do stuff Christmas Eve night. And then my Christmases were always crazy though, because I had divorced parents. So I'd have like Christmas Eve with my mom, open presents with her bright and early in the morning. Or, well, my mom doesn't like to, we don't like secrets a lot. Like we, we just want to, if we get somebody something, we want them to open it right away. We hate to wait. Mm-hmm. So sometimes she'd let me open them on Christmas Eve. So then I'd go to my dad's in the morning to open gifts with them, back to my mom's for lunch sometimes, and then back to my dad's. My grandparents on my dad's side, who I'm really close with, I'd go to their house Christmas night. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I just, even though it was chaotic, I kind of liked it. Oh, girl, we're thinking the same way. Favorite winter alcoholic beverage. I'm definitely a peppermint schnapps kind of girl. It's like anything that I can mix that in, which ironically, I've never actually like bought myself. I've always just like known somebody that's had it or like had it at family stuff. But yeah, I love like mint. Like mint is like this like 
how you get about pumpkin spice is how I am about mint. Like, love it. Yeah, anything peppermint. Like, the second that we run out of peppermint at Starbucks, like, I get really upset because I can't have my peppermint white chocolate mochas. (gasps) What's the worst present you've ever gotten for Christmas? I'm not going to say names, but someone in my family gave me, (laughs) like, this plush kind of thing that it was like a circular it was like a little cup thing that you put on your dresser or something and it's supposed to hold your keys for you um and i thought it was a dog bowl like dog water bowl when i got it and it says no it's something to put your key and wall keys and wallet in that's what i got i think that's one of my worst oh i also got a fanny pack on christmas from somebody else in my family and it had a light on it so if you walk at night you can shine your fanny pack there you go and they were like car brights. That's how light, they, how bright Shit. they were. What's the worst Christmas present you've ever given to somebody? I don't feel like there's any ones where I was like, oh, I feel like I should probably do more. Or like I should have done a little bit better. But there was like, we, we do like a secret Santa at one of my jobs. You mostly work with managers. And the like, before I was a manager at this job, um, you don't work with a lot of the other like part-time girls because it's usually you and another you and a manager on shift and so like a lot of the part-time girls don't know each other and also i was super broke we drew like names for secret santa and i got this girl and i was like you know what i'm in the knitting mood so i just like knitted a hat for her with yarn that i already had so that i like didn't have to waste any money because i was broke and so I, I was like, mm, probably should have got her something that, like, she probably would have enjoyed more. But she's like, gee, thanks. So that's a wrap on our Christmas episode, our COVID Christmas episode. Check us out for our season finale and also our 50th episode. Can you believe it? No, it's crazy. I kind of believe it. I like I do, but I don't because, like, I feel like. We just started this yesterday. Feels like a while for me. Like, it does, but it doesn't. Like, I can still, like, feel like we were just planning out the first ever episode with Miss Rona and the Invisible Man. Everybody have a good weekend, and we will see you Wednesday. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.